Welcome to the Agile Way podcast, where we explore challenges organizations face on their Agile journey. How to become a great Scrum Master, how to change your leadership style, or how to embrace agility at the organization level. I'm Suzy Shekhova, Agile coach, certified Scrum trainer, and author of the Great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm passionate about business agility, organizational culture, and agile leadership, and that was the reason why I decided to start this podcast, to share with you my experiences and stories from my agile journey. Today's episode is called You Are a Leader. Over the last two decades, Agile shifted from software teams to organizations. We talk about different cultures, Agile organization, Agile leadership, Agile HR, Agile finance, all over business agility. Simply the ability to embrace Agile values and principles at the organizational level and change the way organizations run their business. It's a fundamental change that is more than just implementing some frameworks. Business agility creates an organization best able to serve its customers no matter what the future brings. No matter what the future brings. That's a fascinating sentence. Can you imagine that? Something which is so flexible, so it's successful no matter what the future brings. Recently, I published my new book, the Agile Leader, leveraging the power of influence that is looking at the organizational agility and is focusing on the shift required from the leaders. Through practical exercises and assessments, you learn how to unleash your potential, become better catalyst and community builder, sensibly apply transparency, improve functions from HR to finance and guide the entire organization towards greater agility. I wrote this book to help people to understand that Agile is more than just frameworks and practices. There are many stories from my friends and colleagues which can give you different perspective on Agile journey. And I'll be inviting them to this podcast to share their insights with you from time to time. So how does Agile start at the organizational level? You can say it starts with a management decision or training. But I would say it all starts with a dream. People often ask me what is the biggest obstacle preventing organizations from embracing a greater level of agility. And I usually turn that question back to them. Everyone is a leader. Everyone is having a power of influence and can make a difference. Don't wait for some magic, as it's not going to happen. All you need is to have a vision where you see the organization maybe in five years from now. Why is it important for this organization to change? And what happens if that organization won't change? Are you still going to be successful? Or are we going to starve? Is the vision strong enough to leverage the discomfort caused by changing the way we work? Is it strong enough for you? Or let me ask you this. If you won a lottery, would you be still going to work trying to make it happen? Or would you be better give up and take rest? 
And I'm not speaking about having a vacation to relax for a while. But is the vision important enough for you to hang around even if you don't need to get paid? No change is smooth and Agile brings a fundamental shift of values and culture, so you better have a strong reason for the change. You are a leader, no matter what position you are having right now. Leadership is state of mind. Share the vision of how different this organization needs to be and why is it important. Create a sense of urgency. Without it, no change will ever happen. Once you have a vision, you need to be able to motivate people and learn from feedback. It's not just about the ability to give feedback, which people understand and are able to change based on that, but primarily about the ability to be open to hear feedback yourself and learn from it. Giving feedback is hard, but receiving it is even harder. So how many times you rejected the feedback from your peers by saying in your mind something like, ah, they don't understand it, or they don't know all the details, or I know better. It's easier that way, isn't it? In a complex VUCA world, where most of the problems involve volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity, we need a different skills. Individuals are not that successful in dealing with complexity and reacting to unpredictable and unstable business environments. We need a higher level of creativity. We need a team to come up with more innovative solutions to solve the challenges. That's where the ability to listen to the feedback and learn from it is crucial. Finally, combining both strong vision and feedback feeds motivation. People are not working at their best for just incentives. They are working at their best when they deeply care about the outcome, where they feel a need to support that vision, where they feel involved and have a voice. Successful organizations know that and create environment with high trust, transparency and open communication where feedback is encouraged. Speaking of creating the right environment, even in agile world, you sometimes need to make a decision. While that's not surprising to most of the managers, it's often something which agile coaches struggle with. On the other hand, managers often struggle to collaborate and participate, while agile coaches are usually much better in it. All over, in agile environment, you need to have them both, decision-making and collaboration. Decision-making is not hard once you have a clear purpose of what you like to achieve. But without a clear vision, there are so many options to choose from, and the nature of the complex world makes many of them looking good. They are all okay, but it's impossible to know which one is the right one without trying, inspecting, and adapting. And again, the ability to hear feedback and learn from it is critically needed. As in a VUCA world, we can't know which option is the right one. All we can do about it is to experiment and learn from failures. Fail fast, learn fast. There are environments where people react well to what I've just said. They understand that it's better to know you are not going to the right direction sooner than later. 
They work in the short iterations, experiment, and get open and honest feedback regularly. They know it's better to return after a week than when the entire delivery is done in a year from now. Those environments are already agile. They have high trust and are neither afraid of transparency nor failure. But there are environments where people react with frustration on my sentence. What do you mean by failing? They ask. We can't fail here, they say, and you can sense the fear and stress growing in space. We will be fired if we fail. And I'm not surprised. They are living in a different mindset, where they still believe the world is predictable and the business problems can be analyzed, planned, and solution delivered accordingly. They try to pretend that unpredictability doesn't exist and that the world is not complex. Just analyze, plan, and do it. That's it. And all the difficulty is in how to manage it. That's a traditional mindset. And if you like to change it and increase the agility in a space, you need to start with increasing trust and transparency. Without it, there is no real collaboration happening. But building trust takes time. Start small. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Ask yourself what is the worst thing which can possibly happen. And again, having short iterations makes it safe. Getting frequent feedback feeds creativity. Ask what are those people around you scared of? And how can you help them to feel more confident? Being transparent about the purpose, what needs to be done, what the success look like, and what are the things we are trying to avoid is very important. People learn by doing. Perfection is not needed. It's all about learning from small failures. Only then they are willing to take a risk and try new things, collaborate and be creative. On top of that, you need two soft skills coaching and facilitation. You might never be as good at them as professional coaches and professional facilitators are, but be able to use them and help people to raise their awareness about the situation and have an effective conversation and collaborate better is always useful. Finally, agile is a change. Change of the way of working, change of the culture and mindset. You can address it at three different levels. Changing yourself through your own behaviors and habits. Becoming a role model. In my mind, this is the most powerful change. Leaders need to change first. The organization will follow. Secondly, you can change the way we work by implementing different frameworks and practices. Thirdly, you can influence the organization and the system level and change the culture and social systems. In a summary, Agile leaders need to have a vision which will motivate people to join their effort and work together to achieve it. They need to create a collaborative environment with high trust and transparency where the feedback is nature. They need to motivate people by giving them purpose, autonomy and learning environment. And don't forget, you don't need any positional power to become leader. You are the leader. 
and you already have all the power you need, the power of influence. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Way podcast hosted by Zuzi Shakova, author of the Great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave us a review. If there is any topic you are particularly interested in and would like to hear another episode on it, let me know. For more information about me and my Agile classes, visit our website sochova.com S-O-C-H-O-V-A.com Thank you for listening. Thank you.